Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. The barrel is only small. Yeah, you're blinking. You're blinking. We're drinking. <laughs> Welcome to Bottom of the Barrel Podcast. We are back. My name is Chris Rams. This is Wes Barker. And we're joined by Greenius over here on the mic. So what's up? What's up? All right. We got that out of the way. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what we do here, we talk about stuff. Talk about very serious things only. Exactly. Uh, everything we say is Take to be seriously. taken uh, with no grains of salt. Tweet it. Report it to the media. Yes. Tell them uh, these guys meant it. And then show them these photos. Yeah, we're serious. Okay. And this week, we're going to cover, this is a special episode, I think. Oh, okay. Because I, I think we could just go off. We're going to just get to the bottom of it? I think we're getting into conspiracies. What are we, what are we talking about? We're trying to... Well, I've been studying, Wes, as you know, uh, the art of remote viewing. Yes. I'm learning it's it. an art, is it? It is an art, indeed. Not a science. Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, but I have with me classified, no, declassified, um, hang on. Yeah, you you can clap it. One forty. One forty. That's a cold open right there. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I got go. I mean, you know, we got to get people off the top here for them to stick around. So, straight from CIA.gov, printed out myself, went on the website myself. I pulled these files from the archives uh-huh. uh, after the Freedom of Information Act. They released a bunch of files, including. A lot of um, these are basically conversations that happened between remote viewing subjects and the people working in the government, the CIA, wanting to know about certain things, i.e. kidnappings, where uh, weapons are located, all sorts of different things. But I suppose on their off time, they're also like they've been doing this for 20 years and threw $25 million into it. What else can you see? Right. This is like having Chat GPT for the first time and be right. like, what about aliens? You know? Right. So that's what they did with remote viewers. They sat them down. Uh, I believe this was Joseph McMonagle. Uh, he was one of the more famed um, remote viewers at SRI. 
Mm. Uh, one of the first learned, I, I think, from Ingo Swan himself. And this is uh, this is it. So, proof for release. This is in the year. Uh, this is released in two thousand, right? So probably in, somewhere in the seventies or eighties. This here. Method of site acquisition, sealed envelope coupled with geographic coordinates. So sealed envelope and geographic coordinates written on. Geographic coordinates meaning like number dash number. That's right. it. The sealed envelope was given to the subject immediately prior to the interview. The envelope was not opened until after the interview. Very important. There's a blind test. This is how right. they do it. They only give you a number. They don't tell you the target. In the envelope was a three-by-five card with the following information. The planet Mars. Time of interest, approximately 1 million years B.C. Selected geographic coordinates provided by the parties requesting the information were verbally given to the subject during the interview. Okay. May 22nd. 1984. Okay. Plus 10 minutes ready to start. <clears throat> this is the monitor. They're monitoring the subject. Okay. All right now. Using the information in the envelope I've provided, exclusively focusing your attention now using the information in the envelope. Focus on, focus on 40.89 degrees north, 9.55 degrees west. Subject. I want to say it looks like, uh, and when I say uh, there's really like uh written there. Like okay. this is like verbatim. I don't know. It sort of looks, I kind of got an oblique view of a uh, uh, pyramid or pyramid form. It's very high. It's kind of sitting in a large depressed area. Monitor. All right. Subject. It's yellowish, uh, ochre colored. Monitor. All right. Move in time to the time indicated in the envelope I've provided you and describe what's happening. Subject. I'm tracking severe, severe clouds, more like dust storms. It's geological problem. Seems to be like a, just a minute. I've, I've got to iron this out. It's really weird. Again, emphasis on he doesn't know this is Mars. Yeah. He's not told yeah, this is Mars. No one, neither one of them knows, right? Uh, yeah, the monitor knows. Okay. Yeah. But the subject has no idea. Um, <clears throat> just report your raw perceptions at this time. You're still early in the session. I'm looking at a, an after effect of a major geologic problem. Okay, go back to the time before the geologic problem. Um, total difference. It's uh, before there's no, uh, I don't know, oh hell. It's like mountains of dirt appear and then disappear when you go before. See uh, large flat surfaces, very uh, smooth angles, walls. They're really large though. I mean, they're megalithic. Uh, all right. At this period in time now, before the geologic activity, look around in and around this area and see if you can find any activity. <laughs> this is nuts. It gets pretty crazy. I'm seeing, a, it's like a perception of shadow people. Very tall, thin. It's only a shadow. It's as if they were there and they're not there anymore. Go back to a period of time when they were there. Um, mumbling. It's like I get a lot of static on line and everything. It's breaking up all the time. Very fragmentary pieces. Just report the raw data. Don't try to put things together. Just report the raw data. I just keep seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall. 
but they're very large, wearing some kind of strange clothes. All right. Now, holding in this time period, holding in this time period, I want you to move from your physical location into another physical location, but in this time period. Move now to 46.45 north and 353.22 east. Deep inside a cavern, not a cavern, more like a canyon. I'm looking up the sides of a steep uh, wall that seems to go on forever, and there's like a, a structure with a... It's like the wall of a, the canyon itself has been carved. Again, I'm getting a very large structure. No, uh, no intricacies, huge sections of smooth stone. Do the structures have insides and outsides? Yes. They're very... It's like a rabbit warren. Uh, corners of rooms. They're really huge. I don't feel like I'm standing in one of... It's just really huge. Perception is that the ceiling is very high. Walls very wide. Real time plus 22 minutes. Yes, that would be correct. All right. Uh, I'd like to move on now to another location nearby. All right. Move from this point in time to 45.86 north, 354.1 east. They have a... Appears to be the end of a very large road, and there's a marker thing that's very large. Keep getting Washington Monument overlay, and an overlay is an image that comes to you during remote viewing that you kind of push out of the way that mm. your brain's trying to make sense of what it's seeing. Crazy. Uh, it's like an obelisk. All right, from this point, then move to 35.26 north to 13.24 east. It's like in the middle of a huge circular basin of the Range Mountains by almost all the way around. Very ragged. Ragged mountains, very tall. Basin's very, very, very large. Scale seems to be off or something. It's just really big. Everything's big. I understand the problem. Just continue. See, just a right angle corner to something, but that's all. I don't see anything else. Okay. Move to 34.6 north to 213.09 east. Cluster of squares go up and down. It's like you want to make them square anyway. They're almost flush with the ground, and it's like they're connected. Something very white reflects light. What's your position of observation as you look at this thing that reflects light? I'm amid uh, oblique left angle. Sun is uh, sun is weird. Ooh. Look back down to the ground now, and we're going to move just a little bit from this place. Just a little bit from this place. 34.57 north, 212.22 east. It's like I can just perceive a, like a radiating pattern of some kind. It's like some really strange intersecting intersecting kind of roads that are dug into valleys, you know, like where roads are just a little below the edge. Tell me about the shapes of these things. They're like neat channels cut. They're very deep. It's like the road went down. Okay. Now I've no, now I have, I noticed elect, uh, electrically you're nulled out a little bit and I want you to stay deep and recapture your focus here. So they're monitoring, monitoring him. Mm. It's really tough. It seems like it's just always very sporadic. I realize that it's very important that you maintain your focus. I have movement exercise again for you, and this time in some considerable distance away. So holding the focus in time, remember the focus in time that you had before moving now to 15 degrees north, 198 degrees east. Take some time and get back deep. See uh, intersecting, whatever these are, aqueduct-type things. They're rounded bottom carved channels like roadbeds, uh, pointed tops of something on the horizon. Even the horizon looks funny and weird. It's like a different... Misty, like it's really far away, very vague. Okay, another movement, 80 degrees south, 64 east. See pyramids, can't tell if it's an overlay or because they're different. Okay, 
do these pyramids have insides and outsides? Yeah, they got both. And they're huge. It's really it's an interesting perception I'm getting. I think that he's losing the ability to move accurately, but he is attracted to things that are interesting. So we're going to go on with his own... Uh, with his own, we're going to let him go ahead and explore what seems to be interesting to him rather than move on to targets indicated here. It's filtered from storms or something. Hmm. Say that again? They're like shelters from storms. These structures you're seeing? Yeah, they're designed for that. All right, go inside one of these and find some activity and tell me about 37 minutes real time. Different chambers, but they're almost stripped of any kind of furnishings or anything. It's like strictly functional place for sleeping, or that's not a good word, hibernations. Some form, I can't, I get real raw inputs. Storm, savage storm, and sleeping through storms. Tell me about the ones who sleep through storms. Uh, very tall, very large people, they're, but they're thin. They look thin because of their height, and they dress like in oh hell. It's like a real light silk but it's not flowing type of clothing like it's cut to fit kind of like the roswell clothes right? yeah move close to one of them and ask them to tell you about themselves they're ancient people they're uh they're dying it's past their time or age tell me about this they're very philosophic about it they're looking for um, a way to survive and they just can't Plus 40 minutes, definite voltage reversal. So this is like they're changing uh, probably frequencies that he's probably listening to. What is it they're waiting for? There uh, evidently was a, a group or party of them that went to find a new place to live. It's like I'm getting all kinds of overwhelming input of the, the corruption of their environment. It's failing very rapidly. And this group went somewhere like a long way to find another place to live. What was the cause of the atmospheric disturbance or the environment disturbance? I see a picture, a picture of a, oh, hell. It's almost a warp in a, oh, God, this is difficult. Like it's going, let's see, the raw data. Oh, I get a globe. It's like a globe that goes through a comet's tail. It's through a river of something, but it's all very cosmic. It's like space pictures. <laughs> all right, now, before you leave this individual, ask him if there's any way that you... Ask him if he knows who you are and is there any way you can help him in his present predicament. All I get is that they must just wait. Doesn't know who I am. I think he perceives I'm a hallucination or something. Okay, when the others left, these people are waiting. How did they go? Get an impression of a don't know what the hell it is. It looks like the inside of a larger boat. Very rounded walls, shiny metal. Go along with them on their journey and find out where it is they go. Impression of a really crazy place with volcanoes and gas pockets and strange plants. Very volatile place. It's very much like going from the frying pan to the fire. Difference is there seems to be a lot of vegetation where the other place did not have it and different kinds of storm. All right, it's time to come back now to the sound of my voice into the present time. To right now, 22nd of May, 1984, the sound of my voice, move back to the room, back to the sound of my voice, back further, now to the sound of my voice on 22nd of May, 1984. End of interview. Okay. They're going to Earth. Yeah. What? So all the um, coordinates they were giving. Yeah. Did they, did they say if those were accurate to what's on Mars? Nope. And I, I don't, like, I mean, if that is, I don't, like, 
we would have heard about it maybe. Right. If they, I mean, you know, some, a million years ago. Yeah, I don't know. This is crazy. It's crazy if true, right? Crazy if true. And it's weird. It's weird that if you're this guy doing the remote viewing, yeah, it's weird that you you start remote viewing on a different planet. That's just a bizarre. Well, so maybe I should have prefaced this, but in 72 or 79, Ingo Swan, uh, who was like the forefather of this modern remote viewing, who took it away from the psychics and like, you know, seers yeah. and made it a legit practice and studied it. Uh, with scientists and doctors and, you know, ended up disseminating the information, teaching it into the army and coming up with his own, you know, thing on how to do it. Um, he was asked to remote view Jupiter and he saw rings around Jupiter before we knew it had rings. Yeah. That's cool as shit. Yeah. And that's, that's proven. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one, cause there are a lot of remote viewers that are out there th- saying like, they see things on the moon, they see things on Mars, like all these things. Right. But like, when you we can't verify any of that, right. or at least you know we're not trying to. But uh, the the rings they did verify after, oh, and they did man. see that there were rings. It's so that so, is cool. It's so hard. To That's a crazy ex- leap to go to. It is such a crazy leap, and it's so hard to if for so for someone that's never people that have never tried remote viewing in any way. Yeah, it's so much different than um, imagining something. Yeah, it's the and opposite. It is exactly. And like, because I only did uh, three times with you, the sessions as yeah. bullshit as they were for me, because it's so new. And I'm like, it's trying, to, yeah. it's trying to meditate for the first time. It's impossible. Yes. Yeah. But like, just the experience of trying it and consciously trying not to think of things and imagine things, it is another thing. Yeah. And you only shutting your, shutting your brain down for analytical, like shutting your analytical yeah. side down is the hardest thing to do because you become self-conscious about it. Yeah. And, and then uh, you're aware again and yep. you drop out of it. And, and and you start to question what it is you are seeing. Yes. And you wonder whether or not that Should was from that your out? own brain or was that from like an external input? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I Just trying it this few times really convinced me that like, oh, you could get good at this the same way you could yeah. get good at meditating or whatever. Yeah. There's a muscle to flex there. There is, yeah. And, and it's... It, and it's, it's crazy accurate. accurate. Yeah. It's crazy accurate, and and like, and I only say that because I've looked a lot into it. Uh, like, like I really, really dove deep into that stuff just to, because I also want to know if it's bullshit. Of course. Um, and you know, Yuri Geller was involved in the early projects and stuff like that, so it definitely like sus. Yeah, credibility isn't all there, but because like he was also bending fucking spoons, and we know exactly how he's doing. Exactly. That. But the on the on the other side of that, you have actual physicists and doctors employed by the u.s government for over 20 years yeah um obviously because they found out the russians were doing it and they wanted uh they just didn't want russia to have the upper hand on anything right and so they greenlit this project which uh, you know in the grand scope of things didn't cost much it was their cheapest form of espionage it was like 70 mil or something they did on it well it was a, a 25 million over like 20 years or whatever oh wow but because it was cheap it was a guy in a room with a pen and a paper. <laughs> right. Is all Asking it was. questions that he knew the answer to. Um, well, some of them didn't. That's the thing. They uh, uh, Most of them didn't. So when they're given a target, they're never told where or what the target is. No, for sure. Ever. Yeah. They're given uh, a number associated with that target, and that number is completely made up, and it is only serves as a reference point to the information that's in there uh, so that you can lock on to something. Yeah. And uh, uh, even the YouTube videos you can watch of like, of some of these experiments were like 
they send a guy out to look at the thing. Right. And then they're like, hey, lock on with this guy. And they describe the exact fucking bridge. It's nuts, man. Some of those YouTube videos are just compelling as fuck. And when it happens to you, I've had it happen to me a few times uh, during my sessions. Probably, I would say I've had like five really good sessions. Yeah. I've had no like, whoa, crazy. Like they are pretty crazy and they were crazy for me at the time. But compared to things that I've seen by people I know who have done it, yeah, like it's a whole other thing. It's like, whoa, okay, everything you said and drew, yeah, is this one in a trillion things, yeah, that's crazy. And I've had like, I've had some pr- like really good hits, like I, you know, I see buildings and stuff and like start drawing it and all that stuff, yeah, okay, it's the picture, yeah, but you know, there's some crazy, well, like if people that are like, you're silly to not take this seriously yeah wh- if, if why you, would if, if you if you were like i'm like i'm real science minded then yeah then you understand that we keep discovering things in science eventually by exactly this kind of method yeah so be open to it and it's, if you're spiritually uh, minded then you should obviously be open to it yeah it's the <laughs> uh, like... that's true it's one it's one of those things i think in in a perfect world like because i often think about how religion and science separated at one point right yeah um, at one point you were, you were like, at one point it was one, right? Right. Religion and science was like one. It was like, well, demons and like, it was all science. That was scientific, you know, yeah. back then. And then if you disregarded religion for science, you were excommunicated or you were fucking killed or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. You had to believe. And then it went the other way where if you disregarded science because of religion, you would basically be shunned from society, right? And now I think we're getting back to a point where they meet up again. Yeah. And there is, I think there just needs, ego just needs to leave the room and people just need to look at not, don't look at the stories in the Bible and all these things as fact. Look at them as interpretations of modern science or modern discovery, sure. In terms of you know all these all these uh, all these new experiments people are doing and these uh, you know looking into psychedelics and whatnot, like uh, there's definitely a link between religion and science. Yeah, any um, any religion, I'm always like, I think this was just the best way they had to explain things. Then, yeah, like, this was them trying to use their best language and yeah. understanding. When you still take it like so seriously now, I'm like, ah, that's so funny. Yeah. But like, let that go a little bit and realize we have better ways to describe it now. Exactly. So take those ways. And then it might open your mind to a whole, might. like, you might start believing in religion again. Yeah. In a roundabout, in a roundabout of- weird way to be like, oh, maybe there is like some higher consciousness yeah. to attain or something that isn't related to a uh, a gendered person or anything. You know, it's just this, con- it's this yeah. bodiless, you know, consciousness or whatever it is. They're doing something really cool these days with uh, ChatGPT. Mm. They're integrating, they're basically making books talk. So they're trying, like Jordan Peterson's working on stuff like that, where he's trying to get the Bible, insert it into like a computer and give oh. it a voice. Oh. And they're going to be able to interact with it in a different way. Oh, and, and ask maybe, it questions. Yeah, ask and... it questions. And like you could do it with like the Quran, the Bible, mm. any book. And you can mm. kind of ask it questions differently than yeah, we could. Yeah, you would, you would just consult the Bible. Yeah, to be scary. You could talk to it like as that if it was a person. It is. It's gonna be a new way, awesome. basically, of looking at religion. Yeah, you're like, like oh, I've, 
had sex with my stepsister. What do I do? And it goes it's like, like post it. 40 lashes. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> kill your firstborn. <laughs> like, you're like, shit. He's probably it's like, oh, this comes up all the time. Yeah. 40 lashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is very common. Be fine. Yeah. A couple Hail Marys. Yeah. <laughs> High five. That is crazy. The integration they're doing with ChatGPT is quite phenomenal. I know you were telling me about they um, they made ChatGPT believe it was Ingo Swan. I tried it myself too. I, after I watched the podcast with Jordan yeah. Peterson, I tried it. Myself. You tried today? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I think. Yeah, was it? Yeah, I got a case number. I got a picture off the internet, and I gave it to ChatGPT, pretending to be Ingo Swan. Yeah, didn't work at all. No, yeah. But the guy who was on the podcast, it yeah. seemed to work like well for him he's better at doing prompts and stuff like that but. yeah i think um i think there is a numbers game to a certain amount a uh, certain extent and much yeah. like mediums um you can shotgun through the misses and so there is confirmation bias yeah and that is the number one thing that you have to be aware of i think going into like anything remote viewing but can i can i i gotta i gotta i want to back up remote viewing for a second here like the amount of the percentages don't seem to line up because it's like it could be anything that you're thinking of, let's yep. say, and it's still they've done the math on it too. I know it's like it's better than one in a thousand, and it literally should have been one in a fucking trillion billion. Yeah, you know what I mean. And no, it's, it's 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 insane how uh, the the numbers they had and the studies they had after this is the reason every year they kept funding it. Yeah. Uh, was because they're like oh, cl- clearly because there is a number I forget what that's called when you have an um, a probability number yeah there's a certain number um, that you can attain that just makes it like okay this is happening oh okay right and this has surpassed that number just some some fancy way to say a threshold and it hasn't made. even surpassed it it's been surpassing it in a straight line upward since they started studying it because they're getting better at it and they're and they're teaching it better and the line is going up so not only are the probability of the readings over you know like 60 70 percent the actual readings themselves are accurate up to 95 percent a lot of the times right which is crazy so they're not only focusing on the target, they're giving you exact details about the target that you could not make up, that like you would be foolish if it wasn't that type thing. And 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 all of this blind, all of this in an envelope that's sealed, yeah. which is wild. You know, I'm not I'm not telling you, hey, we're and they'll admit too in these a lot of these case files, I read a lot of them, uh the transcripts. Uh sometimes they'll admit like party uh, watch the news week prior, so he is aware that there is a war going yeah. on in this country, and and so they'll admit to that. They're really trying to study it. They're they're well, literally trying to disprove it, so they can stop fucking with this bullshit. And I, I, I <laughs> and I want and I want to say like straight up like, hey, if you're, I don't know, like if there's someone out there that's like their fucking eight year old kid went missing, don't give some random person a hundred thousand dollars to remote view and tell you where your kid is. Correct. You know what I mean? Like that's all fucking charlatans, I swear to God. Well here's here's the thing. Uh, a guy named Ed Dames, Major Ed Dames, does just that without the money. Yeah. They do yeah. it uh, for no pro, money. They Let's do it pro bono. There you go. That and makes sense. I'm into that. They get together, like from all across the country, people he's trained on one specific case. And they'll, and they'll help track down, you know, all sorts of things. 
Oh, he doesn't look. I don't like the way he looks. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually recant everything I said. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's uh, dope. It's a crazy. Um, it's a crazy world to inspect, and I've I'm I've been fascinated with it for uh, I think ever since I've seen Yuri Geller. Yeah, I've been fascinated with like mental ability. You know when there was stories of him bending spoons on TV and telling people, if you just rub the spoon, I remember yeah. watching these specials, if you rub the spoon, the spoon will bend. And uh, there's stories that are out there that kids have actually made spoons bend right. because they believe they could type thing, right? And like, <laughs> so good. although that might be lore and fairy tale, I love it. I love a good story. And if, that, if it's true, it's crazy. And yeah. so I want to pursue that. I want to pursue that feeling of knowing if it's true or not, you know? You ever see those old Yuri Geller ones of him turning the pages in the in the yeah. phone book? Yeah, they're so nice. The yeah. the method's so sexy. He's a, he's a literal like genius. He's so yeah, that. he's so good, man. Yeah. Like oh, making watches stop. Uh, he was so good, and he just yeah. he went too far. Telekinesis, uh, but the remote viewing stuff he did was that legit? Well, when he got brought in by the CIA, these were blind. Oh, yeah, true. And some of them were double blind. They were like, nobody knew. Double blind's the, all, the most interesting, really. Yeah. And uh, you can, if you look up Yuri Geller, U-R-I Geller, um, CIA drawings, you'll see a lot of uh, the things that he drew in remote viewing sessions and what started uh, the whole SRI interest and in, in mm. the government interest. If you go to images... So, um, you go down, go down. So yeah, like look at the grapes. Wow. Uh, look, Shit. look here, the horses, the oh kites. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. It could be fucking anything. That's cool. So there's a lot of, those are all done with the CIA. Hmm. You see Geller CIA. Yeah, I even I even uh, sent you uh, his because uh, some of the shitty posts on Instagram is fucking wild. Oh, you sent me all of it. I watch all of it. It's it's, some of it's hilarious. It's so funny because uh, it's so out there. Yeah, and, but and also just the way like, just the way he films things funny. Yeah, and he'll be like a picture of a rocket firing and be like, "I think there's going to be attack on Tel Aviv tomorrow." Yeah, and literally he's outside and the sirens are blowing and there's a missile blowing up over his museum and he's pointing to it and he's like, "Yeah, that's crazy." It is crazy. It's a crazy thing to post on social media. Yeah. If you don't know it's gonna happen. Yeah, that is true. Like arrest this man. But he's also <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's launching rockets. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell it's hard to tell the fucking crazies from the real the real ones. So that was a major problem with uh with the SRI and uh the Psy spies that they hired across the states mm. was were they called Psy Spy? Yeah. PSY Spy? Yeah. Okay. Psychic Spies. Yeah. As they were called, like the Russians. Um, a, lo a lot of times they'd be in hot water with their superiors. Hmm. Because they'd discover things, and they'd be like, who told you? How did this leak? And they'd get fucking flamed out for it, and they'd have to like, yeah, no, I nobody told me. Um, it happened once, I think, in Virginia. And I was going to say Virginia. Virginia. Huh. Uh, they were asked to remote view this with the coordinates, this place. And he's looking and they were, I think they were asked to remote view this barn, this red barn or whatever. And 
and uh, I think this was Ingo Swanner, Mc, could have been McMonagall. He looks into and he sees the red barn or whatever. But uh, remote viewers apparently, when you see information, sometimes the information that's more important, yeah, like a moth to a light, you'll be attracted to it. It'll kind of like no, you got to be here instead. Okay. And so around this barn, not too far he was seeing underground silos and bunkers and government places and he was taking them inside and how it looks and everything. And they shut it down. They're like, hold on. That's Air 51? No, it was a secret base. Oh, wow. In Arizona or in Virginia that was like top secret base. Totally off the books. He's never been there. That's fucking And crazy. he's describing it in the inside and they got very worried. Hey, yeah. how, uh, I also heard there was guys, cause I know we talked to Nelson about this a bit on one of the podcasts about people that were playing the stock market remote viewing. Yeah. Brett does that. Did that work out? He does it for a living. Oh, so it works out a little bit. Brett does it for a living. Yeah. He also teaches uh, remote viewing, uh, to, yeah, to play the stock market. Uh, and it's a very, I won't get into how they do it because it isn't just like, oh, I see this number rising. <laughs> it's none of that. It's it's so bizarre. Yeah, I, I remember hearing it described yeah. by Nelson Dallas. The perce- it sounds so backwards. You're like those don't have any correlation. What the yeah, fuck are you talking it's about? it's very bizarre, but yeah. somehow linked and somehow it works uh, tremendously well. That's so, cool. Shit, you know. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I, I want to know more about it. I want. I also. Um, this is the crazy thing too. Like. Like wh- as much as I'm interested in it, as much as I want to learn about it, and I'm like, why don't I try and learn it? <laughs> but I don't. That's what I said. I don't. It's I like don't. learning the Rubik's cube. It is, and it's like it's like why wouldn't I learn? And except more valuable. Yeah. Like why wouldn't I learn this? But I'm like, ah, eh. same as like, I, I again, I'm going using meditating again. Obviously, it's better if you could be a perfect meditator in your life. It's. Uh, and, but you're like, I don't feel like it. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not. Um... You'd be better if you ate better. You'd be better. If it you is meditative. Yeah, doing this, uh, so you don't have to meditate before. No, you just have to relax. True, uh, and just kind of like empty your mind. But it's not like you don't have to go through a meditation process at all. No, I know. I just mean like all the things that are better for us and would be better for us. We are like, oh, I'll do that, and we just don't do them. Yeah, that's true. Because this would be dope to like spend time learning. Well, I think I think one of the reasons this is dope for me is because you have feedback. It's right. not like ghost hunting. Right. This is you get a score. You see what you did. Exactly. You yeah. get like I my journal uh, every day for the I think the past week I've been you know back on it and just just trying it out. Yeah, you've been pretty hyped before when you told me about things. Yeah. That you, I'm like, well, that I did good. a lot and I'm um, trying to I'm trying to do it more. But you know, some sometimes you're not. It's just not coming through. There's external distractions or whatever it is, yeah. and you're just writing things down. You'll know, you have a couple hits. You'll be like, okay, but every now and then. You'll get in the zone. And one of the things, and this is on the criteria for how they chose the subjects. At first, they uh, they chose a lot of these subjects because they claimed to have psychic ability. That sure. was the number one thing. They brought in like seers and psychics and all that. And then they fucked, Ingo Swan fucked all that off. And he said, I want to train military staff yeah. to do this. And, uh, you know, once he started doing that and like having having the process down, uh, getting through everything, then they can start to tell what the criteria was. And um, one of the main components is somebody who is open, willing to learn, and someone who um, is positive. Mm. 
because there is this, I don't know what it is, but every reading that I've done, every session that I've done, uh, where I've like looked into this, when I come into the session on good, positive energy, feeling like I can do this, this is like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's when it happens. Any session where I'm in my head too much, questioning while it's happening, flops. And sometimes I'll have a really good session. I'll say, I'll do it again. And now because I'm, I've hyped myself up, ego gets in the way. It's a weird, it's a very fine line to get out of that like zone of like blocking out, you know, external factors or whatever, but it's so easy to fall out of it. But I think with practice, I think you shut that out more yeah. and more and realize which, you know, uh, like realize the state you're in if it's a good time. Cause sometimes, yeah, I walk into it and I'm like, I don't really know if this is going to work. And it never does. It never does when I'm, when I'm like even the slightest bit of like doubt or whatever. But when I come in there with good energy and I can't wait to do it. And I'm like, yes, I, now is going to be the time I really, I can, I'm going to do this right now. And then mm. it, I, there's just like this positive confidence about it. And then it works, but you can't bullshit yourself into doing it. So it's a very fine line of, uh, yeah. Oof esoteric and it's hard to you know it's hard to put into words but um yeah if you shut your analytical mind off you'll have a good chance of getting stuff but you know there's so many external stimuli right now so it's hard to yeah yeah I, uh so i sorry i'm just trying, i'm trying to think of like i think that applies to a lot of things as far as like being positive gets better results. The power of placebo, even though this isn't really quite not the same thing, but it really mm -hmm. does. Like, I, I, yeah, it really does matter. Yeah. Your mindset matters. It's it's uh, intent. But like, then there's other ones where I'm like, I think if like say you um, got in an accident tomorrow and you right. like lost your ability to walk, yeah, the doctors are pretty quickly. I think the best advice they give these days is like, walk uh, it off. <laughs> you walk it off. <laughs> Roll it off. There, you know, it's like I think they try and tell you to look like, ex like grieve and re accept your reality, right? And that makes and, you and and like that's the opposite of. And I I wonder if I would be like thinking like if I believe hard enough I could walk again. Like I know you can't fix a severed spine by believing hard enough, but maybe can there, you? Like there I don't are know. so many cases. My brain goes to those cases. Yeah, there are those cases. I would be fucking hanging on for dear life. I'm sorry I jump from remote viewing to this, but like, but I think it is in the same realm. I think I feel like that. Yeah, maybe I don't. Know. I think everything sort of lives in that, and that's you know the reason people say fake it till you make it type thing. And yeah, there is there is I think uh, I think intent plays a lot in people's lives. You were talking about that this week. What is it like walking into that golden room, opening the door? Being oh yeah, there. like manifestation, yeah, like manifestation uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would, I would imagine myself like this big golden door, and I open the door, and it's whatever I want. That's why Manny thinks about his girlfriend every night. Yeah, <laughs> one day she'll be there. <laughs> She's right across that golden door, bro. So like, I walk in, and there's like whatever it is that I want will be on that side of the door. And I imagine myself stepping into that timeline, stepping into that reality. Yeah. And that's cool. And and really feeling that reality. You used to do this or you do do this? I still do this. And I just think about that reality. I think about how it feels to be in that reality, how uh how happy I am there, how um just all the little nuances I can pick up and, and everything and try to live in that reality. Um and then yeah, and then just uh after What made you start doing this? 
Um, I think I think just I think this is something that I've always being poor uh, really made, <laughs> made you imagine a room full of money. <laughs> no, I just no, I never I never imagined that. But uh, just subconsciously, I would you know some people think about their past interactions and cringe. Yeah, I think about future interactions that'll lead me to success or or to better a better life or what I want. So in the same way, right? Uh, but the opposite. opposite. Yeah. And so I just like kind of daydream yeah. about that stuff and like really imagine myself. And then what's funny about that is like nothing magical happens. Yeah. But I feel like I have a clear vision of how to get there. Yeah. I feel like all of a sudden I it's common sense. And other people don't see it. And I and I, I even get, you know, confused or frustrated why people don't see that if you just do the things you'll get to the place you want to be. Just do the things. Yeah. And so it's never really stopped me from from like wanting to pursue something. I've, I was never discouraged with anything thinking I can't do that. I just right. think about me in that place and all of a sudden the path unfolds. It's like... Yeah, I've always known... Because regardless of your lack of talent, charisma, and looks, mm-hmm. you've always pushed forward regardless. And I've always... Like, I'm like, yeah. he must... I'm an inspiring story. You Uh, really are. Yeah. Because, like, you're not working with a lot. (laughs) You're not. You're like, you had to work with less and less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've augmented your body a lot just trying to be appealing. (laughs) Like, keep coloring on me until I look neat. I just tried covering myself up so you see less of me. (laughs) Exactly. Only guy getting a beard transplant that I met. You see a little bit less of my face who might be more attracted to me. Cover me up. Works, right? (laughs) <laughs> and it's like I'm not very neat. Can I get some neat items in here? Yeah, let me show some neat items. Yeah, let me I'm supplement my personality guy. with objects <laughs> that you'll find interesting. And you hopefully, can buy personalities. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, if you find these objects interesting, you might, by association, also find me interesting. But you saw that plan clear as day. Yeah, you're like, look at that. It just follow the path. Yeah, just do that. Just buy shit. People like it. people like it. It's great. It is true though. There is there is something to be said about that manifestation shit. And Truly. and Eric does it too, and Eric has lots of success with it. Eric Leclerc? Yeah. And look on um FBI and CIA.gov. They have pages about manifestation. Yeah. And how it works. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big proponent of it. And uh, the, the times I've uh that's why I'm just a generally positive guy. I know it's all gonna work out. Yeah. And I not even know like I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, but you're you're also one of those people that I, I could say like, what do you want? And you can tell me what it is you want. And because you're telling me, I already know that you're going to attain it. Yeah. Because you already know how to attain it. I uh, Yeah. There's never been anything you told me that you didn't do or aren't trying to do right now. And it's, it's so crazy. As stressed as I get sometimes about, like, maybe money or whatever, right? I and mean, mostly because I'm a bad saver and, and whatever. It's because I'm doing the Whatever, things. mostly, actually. Yeah, but, but it's because I'm... Uh... But but when I really think about my person, like what I'm doing, is I'm literally just doing the things that are above be- becoming rich. Yeah. On my manifestation list, I'm manifesting all these other like trips and journeys and things I want to do. Yeah. And I and when I really am honest with myself, they are above this uh, this becoming rich and famous thing. Yeah. You know, and as much as I want to be like, no, that's my main goal. I want to be rich and famous. It isn't. It really isn't. Yeah. And I I know that about me. Yeah. And I keep just killing with these other things yeah because if you want to be rich and famous i would figure out a way to do that would, I would, you, that would be that would be what would drives be you thing. and you would yeah. see the path and you would do the steps in 100%. order to yeah and as much as i think i want that it's just 
it's not it's not as high priority but it's like everything else i feel it's just like engineering like you know you think okay i want to make this machine that crushes rock or whatever right and you're like okay that's the end goal yeah crush rock with a machine and then you work backwards on how to get there and it's the same type of thing i think with life Reverse engineering life. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how I feel about it. And and most people yeah. can't see themselves inventing the rock crushing machine or right. or or living out their dream job. They they just can't see themselves in that. Whether right. it's doubt or whether it's stress or whether it's you know uh, character driven or whatever it is, they 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 have an inability to see themselves in that position. I think. And but I think that if you took time and really focused on what it is you want and really thought about it, I think your mind would start to wander and start to figure out how it can get there. I don't even think it's that magical or spiritual or anything. I just think that like, if you just dwell on something that you want long enough, your mind will piece together a bit by bit. Every time you give it a little bit of effort, how to get there. And if you just follow that's those steps, I think you will. Cause like, and I'm not saying, Oh, I want to be an astronaut. Like I'm pushing 40. I'm not going to be an astronaut, but that's why it's never, yeah, my, I know that that's that's right. You know what I mean. But if I wanted to work around astronauts, around uh, planets, or around, I would figure out a way to get into that world. Totally, whatever that way is, in whatever way I could fit, and and I would just start, you know, building that path. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I hate hearing people who are like, I don't have it in me. Yeah, because I'm like I you, d- you dig deep. It's yeah. somewhere, man. Yeah, and I wonder, I mean, maybe people are just wired that way where they don't have it in them, but I'm with you. I, my instinct is like, yeah, and like people forget how um, like how you fucking eat an elephant, right, one bite at a time or whatever right, the old yeah. saying is. It's like life is long, dude. Was this a last trip to Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> no, it must be what my dad told me when I was a kid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like. A guy, or the guy eating an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One bite at a time. Yeah. But it's just like. In 20 years, you're still going to be 20 years older, so you could just slowly chip away at these things that you yeah. don't think you have in you, and you'll be very surprised. Yeah. Or you'd And one day you'll be like, huh. You're like, fuck, look at me. Yeah. Look what I did. It's like, why not? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't like that either. I mean, I know people's life plan, you know, your dreams are always going to be different than External goals. factors, I, yeah, I understand. Fuck, yeah, that's all I different. understand geographic yeah. factors. I understand physical disability or mental disability yeah. or... Uh, or or emotional abuse or like all these things are factors, but the one thing that I don't understand is like the self belief. We well, like that I think ev- yeah, everybody hesitation kind of like a hesitation yeah. to do something. I I don't care something heavy in the brain. Yeah, yeah. and like uh, you know from anybody except for the fucking rock, I guess. But anybody else, like somewhere between these fucking crazy dreams you have and what you're doing is probably your potential. You know, somewhere like between like I, yeah. I, you know, like like you said, like you're not gonna be an astronaut because the fu- just given your age, you're not yeah. gonna be an astronaut anymore. Yeah. Okay, right? But like, if that was like really your dream, okay, it's probably not gonna happen. But what you're doing is so far from yeah, that. you gotta be realistic. Somewhere in between those things, it yeah. could, so whatever you're doing, you could always level up. I'm sure of it. Of course, I'm sure of it. Was it you that mentioned that? Like, what's our potential? Uh, maybe I talk a lot of shit. Sometimes. There is a show with the door where like everybody gets a card and like oh yeah the the big uh, prize. Big prize door, or whatever it's called. But I often wonder that too about 
like, do we all walk around with a bubble around us of our maximum potential? Mm. Not everybody has an equal potential. Of course not. But everybody has a maximum potential. Yeah. Right? Everyone. Yeah. So they're not equal. Some people's potentials are they're going to be on the moon. And other people's potential is they're going to be a great father or like whatever that is. Well, right? they're not probably shaped like sphere. They're probably fucking weird shapes. So some yeah. people are just like super potential in here and not here. Like yeah, but like everyone has that. Yeah. Uh, in your lifetime, like the the the, the your, perfect could have if you made every right decision. If you made every right decision in your life, you have a maximum potential. Sure. I think our lives are, in my life, anyways. I feel how do I reach that? How do I reach my maximum potential or at least get as close to it as I can throughout my lifetime? Yeah. Knowing what I did and where I'm going and all the choices I've made in the past. Like, where am I at now? How can I stretch my my potential, I think? And I think if everyone had that, like, little bit of drive to, like, what's my potential? Yeah. You know, even if it's not great, well, what is it? Can I can I try to get there, you and, know? And I think it will look different to everybody, which yeah. is interesting. Like. Like I might feel like I'm achieving my maximum potential, but someone else might look at my life and be like, "He's not doing what he's yeah. not achieving any of his potential." Yeah, or the opposite, or the opposite. You've achieved ten times anyone's potential. They'll think. Well, or... I, I, my my mom, uh, my mom's friend. She's got to be seventy, let's say. I've known her my whole life, and she posted on Facebook the other day. Some racist? No, she's <laughs> yeah. No, she's like, she posts. I've only been to eighteen countries. There's like 195 countries. Oh. I need to travel. That was the post. Whoa. Underneath that, all these comments, all of them, all 30 comments were like, you're doing pretty good. I've only been to three. I've only been to five. That's yeah. a lot. Who cares? Whatever. And I'm like, oh, most people, that they don't view that. Like For her, apparently that was like part of her life potential. potential. But other people were like, that's so many. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? Like, but she feels like her potential is so much greater. <laughs> exactly. And, and other people, people like, feel like they're interested in that. Yeah, you know, they feel like their potential is maxed out. Or, or they're like, well, I'm going to try and do more, like yeah. adopt more dogs or whatever the fuck their potential is. It's very interesting where people's mind go. Like, we don't all have the same goals, I yeah. guess. So it's hard to gauge. That's why they look lopsided sometimes. Because you might have two uh, adjacent ideas of things you want to do. And you're like, how do I maximize my potential while well, living both of these interests? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I want to build a more successful business, but I want to spend more time traveling. Well, those are hard to make together. Yeah. Right? So you're trying to pick one, right? Whereas, like, you look over there at somebody else being like, oh, wow, they're, they're nailing this part. But they might have a whole other, that's thing their only they thing doing, they're going yeah. for. So they're not juggling these two that you're trying to juggle. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it ultimately comes down to... Um, your this is smart juice. Whatever I'm drinking, I fucking look <laughs> smart. Yeah, your <laughs> your potential for a good life. Yeah, or your potential for a fulfilled life. I would say, and I think everyone, I think everyone has equal potential in that regard. I think like the fulfillment you feel in life that you the life that you make for yourself, um, doesn't come from money. It doesn't come from travels. It comes from inside, right? Yeah. That that how you see the world, how you react to things, good or bad, how you take in that information, and process it, you know, through your emotions and your and your, and your mentality. And so, I think everybody has their potential is equal in that regard. I think we all have a fulfillment potential as well. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That makes sense. To me. And I I think we're all born equal in that regard. And so, no matter what your situation is, I think that everybody can reach 
a level of fulfillment that is equal, no matter what you're given, no matter the hand you're dealt, because I think it's all about perspective and, and you can, that's something you can strive towards Mm -hmm. that isn't based on geography or, or or finance or or anything else. It's like, Hey, my, this is my personal fulfillment potential. Like, can I just at least feel, feel fulfilled in my life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That uh, that's a better way to look at it. Yeah, because there's everything else is like opportunity and things like that, and those are all external stimulations, and and, right. and they're all ego based and how I see myself compared to you type thing. But I think if everybody like, I think we all have like, a, we all just want to be fulfilled at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, just no matter no matter what that thing is that fulfills you. You know, because somebody could be playing basketball, um, and somebody could be playing basketball for a living. And they both could feel equally as fulfilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I often wonder if I, mean, I mentioned it before, but like, I'm like, why, why do we let the negative comments impact us more than the positive ones? Why, why do I outsource my joy to my mom for all the things in my career? Like, right. well, like I'm happy about what, what, when things go down, but like, I'm like, I don't think I'm as happy as some people are. But I also don't get as I don't get as fucking sad as other people do. Yeah, I I, I don't know. So I'm always interested. That's in part that. of your journey. Yeah, I guess it's just funny. Like, because yeah, I you can be very happy playing play basketball, and some guy in the fucking NBA is not happy. Yeah, and like, I'm sure me fucking fooling Penn and Teller made me very happy. Mm-hmm. But I swear, there's some kid who just fooled his mom with a double lift that was more happy. Yep. Than I was on that day. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, of course. It's so interesting. Yeah, and that's where, um, and you know, and that's where social media comes in. Because which one's going to get more likes? Well, I got to put mine out there to make that kid fucking feel shit. Yeah. I got to put him in his place. You'd be like, yeah, but you did you fool Penn and Taylor? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it, I've it, met it, Ted Lasso, and you haven't. That's where the whole competitive nature of our, our species takes something. That is so meaningful and so full of meaning, yeah. Uh, and 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 you know jots it down to a number. Um, and I think I think it's nice to to think that people are. I feel for the most part through like what we've talked about in the last episode too. Like there's this lull going on, yeah. This wave of depression and everything. Yeah. I think people are going to come out stronger, and and you know especially after you know the thing that happened uh, for two years, yeah. You know, everybody was like, Pfft. and so I, I think that makes everyone reevaluate, yeah. you know, what fulfills them because, you know, seeing when everyone was stuck inside, seeing someone uh, travel and like, oh, traveling and everything, you knew it was bullshit. Yeah. You knew you were sitting inside. You're like, yeah. no, you're inside, dude. These are old pictures or <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you had to take your mask off or like for the, yes. the like we, we knew it was bullshit. So true. And so that facade kind of faded and then it made everybody fake. Right. The minute someone posts something, you'd be like, oh, this is, they're in on it. It's fake. This is, uh, and then this veil lifted and now we can, and then, you know, we're drawn to genuine humanity now and genuine interaction and that type of thing. And yeah, I think, I think it's good. I I think think it's good what's happening. Yeah, I, I do too. I feel like maybe even that's why like, um, yeah, fuck. I never really thought about it like that. You're right. That did impact it a lot, the way we viewed each other. Yeah, because yeah, the, the lies became obvious. Yeah, you wouldn't like you wouldn't post something like that. Yeah, 
That's so fucking interesting. You know, so we'd post like, you know, funny memes about us being indoors yeah. and funny videos about that stuff. But like it wouldn't, uh, you couldn't flex during that period really. Not in that way, no. Because you'd also be considered like, hey, what are you doing? You killing people out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? The internet would chew you up. <laughs> so you, could, you couldn't flex. Yeah. You know? So it was like a really humbling period. Uh, but after that, yeah, I, th- I feel like people realize that, oh, that isn't what makes the world go round anyways. Yeah. And that's when you start comparing yourself when you're feeling like, oh, I didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. Look at all these. And you start comparing yourself, and then you go through that dip. Yep. Now I think... I think people are realizing that hey, it's better to it's better just to have a good life than to pretend to have yeah, one. I swear, man, whenever I read people that are like they're like, I'm off social media or taking a break or whatever, I'm like, if it wasn't connected to my job, I don't know why you would yeah. be on it. I'm glad people are because it is very connected to what I do and I, I benefit from I, it. I refuse to have a phone. But I'm just like, if you didn't need it for anything then yeah, yeah, I guess if it was making you miserable, we get the fuck out of there. Like twenty twelve was like the first time I had a smart, uh, first time I had a phone. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, there's a reason. Like I was off that shit until it became a job, and then it's yeah. like, okay. I've I've never been able to sell any tickets off. I've never been able to sell tickets or monetize fucking Twitter or Snapchat. So I don't use those two platforms because I can't. They're not part of my business. Yeah, fair. And I don't fucking feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I use I've. Other ones I use because I've been able to... So if you're just not making part of your business and you're just on there feeling bad, yeah, get the fuck out, I guess, There's right? There's got to be a way to navigate that territory without yeah. being affected by it. I, I just yeah. can't, didn't figure it out yet, maybe. Yeah, so but also, like... There's got to be a way. I use social media for information. Yeah. Um, information that I could say relates to what I do, but also I watch podcasts. Yeah. I like, you know, no, I, I like that. being that entertained. Makes that makes sense. And all that stuff. It's good. I think as an observer, I'd probably make... Oh, you're right. I guess I just I'm surprised people post. Whenever I follow somebody back or go to look at their profile and there's no posts and it's just like private, I'm yeah. like that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like why would you be out there? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Though. But there's you know yeah. there's a people want to share what they've done and want to share their experiences. And again, it's getting to a point where you know kids they they see that it's a currency. You know, numbers are a currency in 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 our you know these kids' lives nowadays. Yeah. That's all it is. It's uh, your social status is a currency. It gets you in. Right. You know, and although it does for us at our age, we're also aware that it's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, they aren't. Uh, it's a real currency. And no matter what it takes for you to get those numbers, doesn't matter. Ends justify the means. You have a lot of numbers. You, you'll be popular. You'll... Well, what's that liked. headline I saw a couple weeks ago about like the, this guy's facing maybe 20 years for crashing a plane to get views? Yeah, I saw that years ago, actually. It happened. Was that yeah. years ago? Because yeah. I only read about it weeks ago. Yeah, they just started posting about it. Because well, he just got sentenced. Oh, that's why. Yeah, the YouTube video. Like, you, uh, And there was whole forums on Reddit dedicated to people being like, yo, this guy crashed his own fucking plane. He was prepared. How did he really have this prepared? Why did he do that? Like, There was a whole bunch of people calling him out. Wow. Right? Yeah. Bunch of narcs, eh? Yeah. That's the same thing. Anything to get the views, though. Hey, man, Mr. Beast would have done it. Yeah. No one would have said shit. Yeah, but Mr. Beast would have bought the 100 acres it might crash into. Yeah, but I mean, it, he, he obviously crashed into a place where that was uninhabited. Tell that to the Barry hit. Yeah. Uh, not saying it was right. 
Not saying it was right, but I am. also saying it doesn't deserve 20 I'll years. I'll take whatever point of view you have, I'll go the other way. Does not deserve 20 years in prison. No, not at all, man. 20 years. I don't want to fly it, in, unless you fly have it fucking, into Manhattan. Hang on. Did he have a joint? If <laughs> no. he had marijuana in there, <laughs> yeah. then 20 years for sure. Lock that motherfucker up. Yeah. For your no, no, he was just trans. He was like, oh. fucking lock <laughs> yeah. him up. Um, no, yeah. I, I don't think 20 years. I think, I don't even, th- I think like two years in prison is like that guy will learn. Two, two years, years in prison. prison is so fucking much. Yes. I say fucking find the guy, dude. Yeah, well, no, find him in two years in prison. Oh, two years too much. Six months. But like fucking twenty years? Six months. If you're crashing if you're crashing into the Capitol building of Canada, yeah. you're getting twenty years. Yeah. And good luck knowing what city that's in. You're getting twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People will be flying around aiming at Toronto and Vancouver. They're gonna miss my fucking miles, yeah. dude. <laughs> Yeah, the parliament will be safe. <laughs> yeah, it's so safe. Put your parliaments in your least coolest cities. That's what we did. You uh, see Americans try to respond like <laughs> what countries are like neighboring them. <laughs> uh, it's going to be bad, right? Uh, Europe. Oh, man. Dude, I told you about the chick I dated in high school, or not high school, in second year university, who, who thought that, <laughs> who thought that Paris and New York were like next to each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, she thought she could drive. From Paris to New York in a few hours. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, well, in movies, people are always going to Paris and New York. They gotta be. I'm like, have you never seen a map? Wow. And it was fucking insane. There's she a there's a ton it. of not even American. Yeah, there's a ton. Yeah, there's a ton of Americans as well that like all these videos. I'm only seeing the videos of these Americans who are like, yeah, name this country or or, or uh, can you name the two countries bordering the United States? And they're like Hawaii. Oh man. Uh, Europe, and like, he's like, "Yeah, good job." He's like, "All right, nice, dude." I, <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, you got it." Yeah, oh, I've seen those too. Yeah. Well, I I do a trick in my show where I ask people to name a country, and the amount of times I'll get like just Africa, random. Yeah, I'll get Africa a lot. <laughs> You're like, oof. Uh, I'm like, Haha, and I'm like, it's a continent, and their yeah. face goes blank. Then they start naming fucking cities. Yeah, right? Paris. Paris is not a huge one. <laughs> Big one, and they're like, oh, it's, uh, Berlin. And you're like, mm, what country is that in? They're like, uh, Switzerland. Like, they get so, they panic because now they know they're wrong. They're on the spot, and some people just can't get it right, That's man. Funny. It's wild. Asia. <laughs> the country of Asia. Yeah. Mm. Just naming continents. Just trying to help, man. And then, yeah, they miss it. They miss it all. It's funny. I mean, it's even crazier. I mean, oh, here's something crazy. I don't know if you knew this. What is our solar system called? Do you know this? Our solar system is called the solar system. Yeah, there you go. Is that the question? Yeah, it's a trick question. Uh, the name of our solar system. I was is, thinking about it. I yeah, was not sure. It's solar system. Okay. That's <laughs> good to know. Yeah. It's the solar system. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's another solar system called? There's solar systems too. No, are they called solar yeah, systems? Yeah, this one's called solar system. Are the other ones called star systems, or are they called solar systems? Probably star systems. They must be called something else then. Yeah. Or else they wouldn't all be solar systems. Or else they're not much yeah. of a trick But that's push. the name of ours. Yeah. This is the solar It's like system. the city of Quebec and the province of Quebec. Quebec, Quebec? Quebec, Quebec. New York, New York? New York, New York. Um, That's, yeah. Maybe. And we're in the Milky Way. Because of the big titties. Isn't it crazy to st- when you're, we can, like, on our planet, see... The um, Milky Way from where we are. That's so beautiful. When you do that, you yeah. go like away from a city. It's wild. Because yeah. it looks like a cloud. 
Yeah. You're like, I wish that cloud wasn't there. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait. It feels like it's in the way. Yeah, it starts. That's cool. Yeah. And you're seeing it like on a disc shape, you know, like you're yeah. looking through well, flat. the width of the flat, flat part. Yeah. Yeah, flat shape. <laughs> we're seeing it from a flat plane, right? Well, it feels weird too because, like, I guess, I don't know if we're lucky or not lucky. Like, we're just, we must clearly be on the outer edge of it. We're on the outer edge. We're looking at it. Yep. So I don't know if that's good or bad. I know that our whole galaxy is moving in that direction. And the they don't they don't know what we're heading towards and they mm-hmm. can't see it because we can't look through all of that. Right. The telescopes they can't see through. Did you ever it, hear the blind spot? Is the blind spot in our Milky Way? There's in, the in space. Yeah, you've seen this, right? Yeah. So like it's like if you were to see every star. Okay. It like from here to wherever, the sky would be white. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, of course. But there's a black spot. Oh, that's fucking Where cool. there's no stars. That's what the fuck. They don't know. Amazing. Yeah, it's like unimaginably big. It's yeah, like can you can big. you check it out? Yeah. It was a it's called like the blind spot of space like or something. The or the gap, yeah. The, yeah, the empty spot, empty space. There's a and it's like you see all these clusters and there's like a tiny little blind spot, but you zoom in, you're like, this is hundreds of millions of light years. Fucking light years is big, yeah. Wow. So much so much that... space that we don't know, dude. That is fucking wild. Yeah, like what are the like the odds are clearly astronomical, but astronomical. <laughs> the boot is void. Oh, the booty void. Yeah, the booty colloquially void. referred to as muscle. the great nothing. It is an approximately spherical what? region of space found in the vicinity of the constellation Booties, containing very few galaxies. Hence its name. It's enormous with a radius of sixty-two megaparsecs. A parsec is 4.2 light years. Megaparsecs, that makes it thousands. Thousand. So 42,000 light years, 62 times 42,000. Fuck me. That is some 240,000 light. What the fuck, million light years? That's so big. Yeah. Imagine your planet being in the middle of that void. You would never see anything. <laughs> you would never see a star in your life. Yeah. You're like, oh. We're alone. Ah, oh, the great void. <laughs> <laughs> We're alone in the universe. Ah, oh, the great void. <laughs> this floating oasis. Uh, so go look at like pictures. Go look at images. Holy shit! There it is. Boy, it's not even a circle. That's even. This weirder. is not a hole in the universe. It's the great void. That is fucked. Yeah. Did you hear about that star that's older than the universe? There's a, well, galaxies that are older. No, there's only one star that's older than the universe. Huh, really? Yeah, well, because you can't have anything older. Yeah. Like, the universe should be the earliest thing. Yeah, but there, there, I know that with the latest James Webb photos, there are galaxies that are more mature than they should be mm-hmm. for at the time that they f- were photographed. Yeah. And it throws off the whole theory. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. So the other theory that... Uh, yeah, this one, exactly. The Methuselah star is older than the universe itself. The universe is thought to be 13.7 billion years old with an uncertainty of 0.02 billion years. In 2013, the star, uh, the measurement of the star was suggested that it's 40.5, older than the age of the universe. Isn't that crazy? So that, that star apparently is plus or minus 0.6. So yeah, but it, also, like, yeah, give or take a billion like when you're there. No, no, they got it better than that. It, because of the cosmic microwave background and light, they can tell very accurately. It's crazy how they're point zero two for how old the universe is. Yeah, that's a but, but the uh, what's pretty big the, margin. What's the guy? Um, 
Wakarusa USA. Yeah. That guy. He uh he hit us up the other day. Uh, Andrew. And he was um on the DMs and he was mentioning that about this black hole theory and it kind of makes he was making sense of this star actually we were talking and about like how the universe might just be black holes all the way down. You know, like the, the, the Big Bang starts at a singularity, right? Infinitely dense space and time, one little tiny point. We don't know what happened before that. But that's exactly how they describe black holes, right? So they're like, maybe we're just, maybe literally our universe is just inside a black hole. Maybe right. the black holes we see, that's just universes inside there. Yeah. Like it could, it could just Multiverse. be black holes yeah. all the way. Yeah. Just endless. Yeah. No start, no beginning. Yeah. I mean, might as well be. Might as well. Yeah. It's neat though. It kind of makes more sense of what the fuck a black hole is. And it kind of helps me understand what the fuck the Big Bang is. Yeah, well, Just if all you search holes. either of those things on Pornhub, you're going to get some <laughs> crazy cool results. Can you bring up black holes in Urban Dictionary? Yeah, black holes? <laughs> yeah. Let's just see what black yeah, holes black is. Black holes and Big Bang. Yeah, let's look at those on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Let me hang on. Let me spin the wheel. One one notch there. <laughs> right now we're in five minutes, by the way. All right. Just to let you yeah, know. we're good. Yeah. We still got a Bob Talk after this. We'll do a quick Bob Talk. Oh, yeah, let's Bob Talk it up. Yeah. We'll pull up the black holes and then we'll bob talk it. What do you think it's gonna be? You really want to do this? On Urban Dictionary? Yeah, Urban Dictionary, of course. Dude, Dude, we you don't really want to do rules? This. What do you mean? Nobody nobody watches this this much of our podcast. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. This is just for the for the people that are too are mowing the lawn too lazy. Dark to Academy and a black hole. There we go. Black <laughs> hole. They're literal with it. The space between the seat oh, no. and the middle console in front of the car. Oh, yeah. See, that's so wholesome. The black hole, yeah. Also, a dangerous deep phenomenon, believe it. Okay, yeah, we know that. That's the actual thing. Some crazy-ass outer space <laughs> shit that will completely fuck you up if you go near it. That's <laughs> true. I like the space in the car. That's great. All right, what about Big Bang? There we go. Big Bang, Korean boy band, debuted in 2006. <laughs> hey, we can't laugh about the army here. Hold on. A Korean band known for their lyrics as well as their flow of music, such as A Fool's Tears and Always. Okay. Uh, (laughs) G-Dragon. A cosmological model of initial conditions. Korean hip-hop band. A bang, but a big one. (laughs) Okay. This is (laughs) terrible. Uh, I thought it would be like Consumer Wrestlers Fuck or something. Guess what, motherfucker? Yesterday I big banged your mom. (laughs) Even more big bang she. That's funny. Let's do the Bob talk. Yeah. After a disappointing bout of Urban Dictionary. Yeah, you thought we fed him an easy Milky one Milky Way. Oh, it hit it. It'd be funny. It might be. Millie Way. Millie Way. The restaurant at the edge of the universe. I watched uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, the movie again, on the cruise. Mm-hmm. I, to do. I actually enjoyed the movie again. It was always not, it's okay. it's not as good as the other thing, but it was fun. I forgot who was all in it. Uh, Artie, you want to clap it, Bob oh, Talk? Yeah, hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bob Talk. Whether you're happy or you're broken, it's time to crack one open. Call it four four Bob Talk. All right, here we go. Our first caller. Be. Uh, I'm in Colorado right now, normally not here, but 
having you a say great Colorado? time, and I hope you guys are having a great time. We are now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Love Bob. Bob forever. Yeah. <laughs> Wes, was that you? It might have been me. <laughs> hey, man, if it's between drunk dial and us or your ex-girlfriend, fucking drunk dial us every time, okay? We got you. He sounds like such a happy drunk. Oh, I love this guy. That's I want awesome. to party with hey, him. I just heard on the radio that um, Champagne Court killed Oh, uh, this guy's right. Hello, guys. Uh, fun fact I just heard. Uh, did you know most big mammals took 21 seconds to pee just because when they're full, it's not because of the muscle, it's just gravity. It takes 21 seconds to empty the. How do you say that in English? Water. Anyway, it takes 20 second, 21 seconds to pee when you're full, if you're a big mammal. Huh. Yeah. Uh, that's So the ratios are all the same for big mammals, roughly. That's neat. Tennessee. Hello, hello. Hope you all are well. Do you think humans would have invented airplanes if we didn't have flying animals as inspiration? Oh, no. Whoa. I do not think so. I think you had to look up to see it. Why else would you want to get off the ground? Well, I don't know. Dragons aren't no. real. What do you mean? Are dragons based on birds? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But what about UFOs? Yeah, only if there were no UFOs. Because if you look back in time, people are like chariots of fire and dragons no, no, in the sky. Yeah, those could have been based on the UFOs. All these things are, are coming off of fucking things flying in the sky, right? So, if there was nothing flying, interesting question. If there's nothing flying, no, I think so. <sighs> UFOs is a hard question to answer on that one. I think so because I think eventually people would want to like go down a cliff in a different way. Cause we, but we definitely start. The early versions are us trying to flap. Also, yes, I know all of them. Yeah, like that was pretty. Yeah, much but also like if you, if you take a kite, and run towards the wind, eventually you'd be like it'll lift, and that's not flapping, that's just like drag, right? And right, and you see flying squirrels coasting a long way. Well, yeah, you probably invite a parachute, invent a parachute to base jump. I think or, so. You're probably th- inspired by nature, but we would have gotten leaves falling. I, I think we would have gotten there, but probably maybe later. It would have been later. I mm. must have been later. Good question. That's interesting. Daytona, Fuck. Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. That's good. Daytona. Hey, Wes. It's Flights. I Flights. just listened to the podcast episode with Kevin Perry hmm. uh, and listening to you talk about your weight. It was really interesting. Um, I, you know, I, be, I, I personally struggle a lot with my weight, so I'd love to hear... Uh, from you, what kind of like diet and exercise plans you go oh. through t- to maintain, um, and you know, just keep where you're at. Uh, I have trouble not gaining weight when I'm, uh, yeah, I got this, not doing a lot of exercise. So, you know, diet as well as exercise is important. So, I don't know, let me know what you think, and um, love the show. Yeah, fuck, that's a good one, man. Okay, I forgot when I talked to Kevin about this. I can't remember how him and I got on it. Um, You were drinking? No, it was early in the morning, so I only had a couple. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So you were drinking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize Kevin only drinks wine, so I only had beer for him and he wasn't into it. But uh, he's got two-year-olds, so he'll drink wine any time of the day, he said. So next time. Uh, But 
I can't remember how we got on it, but he doesn't fluctuate. He's always been him. And uh, and I was talking about like how I've been all over the map. And this is an interesting question because I've been as heavy as 240. and. I've been as light. <laughs> I've been as light as one seventy nine, you know. And like when I got married, is about one eighty two. And we did big trick energy, is about one eighty three at the beginning, <laughs> one ninety three by the end. Uh, and right now, today, I was one ninety five on the scale. But when we, the day we got back from Japan, I was two oh four. Oh wow! Yeah, the like, beer. Uh, that one is yeah, it's beer, but it's like it's like also just like Pub a lot food. of a lot of salt. Yeah. So like I was able to lose six pounds in like two days, just kind of out of fucking. Um, the uh, bloating factor yeah. of the salt and water or whatever. It's all that, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the thing is, I really like to stay under 190. That's when I feel good. Like if I were to lose another six, seven pounds, I'd feel like a lot better. Yeah. Um, and to this guy's question, for me is literally, yeah, beer is a bad one, but I have a motto of never blame the beer. Uh, but it's the I do. I have you a, wouldn't blame the beer, would you? No, I never blame the beer. It's not the beer. It's not the beer's fault. It's delicious. <laughs> you are the beer. Uh, it's my so fault. Don't fucking insult my beer. The problem with me is, and this is probably most people that drink beer, especially, is beer leads to chips, fries, pizza, all of those it's a gateway super salty, dense carbs. Yeah, true. And when I'm at my best, You're making me so hungry right now. Oh fuck! I know we're calling somebody right after this. <laughs> no, when I'm at my best, when I'm at my fittest. I really don't drink any less beer. I really yeah. honestly don't. When I'm at my fittest, these last few months are a little bit of a side. I've been a bit of, I've just been on a downer. <laughs> okay. Right. But like, um, I really don't when I'm at my best. But what I don't do is I don't fall into the trap of all the other shit. So Kristen taught me this when I first met her years ago. She's like, just drink if you want to drink and stop fucking stuffing your face as you do it. Right. And I took me a long time to learn, but literally didn't have to give up even like hardly a single drink. Yeah. Uh, just stop indulging in the snackiness that comes with it. Yeah. And that is an insane amount of willpower that I don't always possess. Right now, I, I'm trying to repossess it. So I've, I've had to like slide the beers over a bit because yeah. I don't have the same problem if I'm drinking these. Right. I don't get a snacky. Yeah. Beer really fucks me for yeah, the snack. Yeah, it's the salt. You need the salt. That's right. That's true. So for me, peanuts, the chips. And I'm lucky that I don't have much of a sweet tooth. So I don't give a shit. So I'm able to say no to all that. Yeah, I don't have a sweet tooth either. Yeah, that's my thing. Find your fucking nemesis. Yeah. And the thing that's worse for you, maybe keep that one and get rid of the thing that's second worst for you. That's my biggest thing. Try that to start. Kick your second favorite fucking thing. It's good advice. Sound advice by Wes Barker. There you go. There's Bob Talk. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. All right. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I'm, yeah. I was, uh, I'm the opposite. Like, I'll, I'll lose weight. Yeah. I'll lose weight like crazy. Yeah. If I don't eat, I'll fucking lose weight like crazy. Like, if you don't eat, you'll lose weight. That's yeah, scientific. But, no, but like, I can eat like you and lose weight. Yeah, I know. I've I can eat twice as much as you to like maintain. You my always weight. eat more than me and you still always less. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just my metabolism is is built that way, and I'm I, I fast a lot too. Yeah, um, so I don't uh, I don't eat until like one or two. Yeah, that's something I realize is really good for that. Like yeah. fasting, being yeah. hungry is okay. I don't actually fast. I drink coffee, so there's still yeah. But you know, almond but it's milk minimal, or whatever it is. minimal yeah. calories. Really. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're not like in full fasting mode, but you're not. Oh yeah, I don't eat breakfast. Yeah, but I I do indulge in a before bed snack, which is bad, and I'm trying to cut that down. Yeah, I'll get I'll, I usually like a big bowl of oat cereal with like fruits right before bed. Yeah, every night eat some ass. Calories <laughs> in that too, right? <laughs> Depending on the night, you know, big ass burger. Yeah, 
Well, shit. Well, on that sweet, sweet note. Hey, that was a good that's episode. A good, those are good bobs. I like the way this episode started with this little story time. I love that. Unconventional. I, I wish you'd bring us more stories. You know? But uh, hopefully people tuned in longer this time. Yeah. And stuck around to the end. And for those that did, we appreciate you. We love you. We see you. And uh, peace in the Middle East. <laughs> Don't forget to tell three friends. Tell three friends. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Where we always hey. feel so tall. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. The barrel is only hey. too small. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.